Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Peace, Jalen Rose. I am David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What, what is up? it no. that we do? We get a people! We The weather is getting a little cooler and the weekends are featuring football. It feels like fall is coming and week one is not too far away. However, curiously, Deshaun Watson was on the field this weekend and he had to address everything that's going on with his situation. And here's what he had to say. Look, I want to say that I'm truly sorry to all the women that I've impacted in this situation. Um, my des- decisions that I made in my life that put me in this position, um, you know, I, w- I would definitely like to have back. But I want to continue to move forward and grow and learn and, and show that, you know, I am a, a true person of, of character and I want to keep pushing forward. Jalen, I find this interesting because the entire time he's maintained his innocence. The entire time he has not expressed remorse, and this is the first time, literally the first time he has ever apologized to the women he impacted. What do you think about his apology and the timing? I think he's doing what he has a right to do and slowly start to put it behind him. And this is going to always be an explosive topic, which is why the fans of Jacksonville were booing Deshaun Watson. But it was a series of things that happened that have led to this taking place, the apology. And I think the the strongest indictment against Deshaun Watson and his behavior was what Roger Goodell said after the punishment was levied. And when he talked about it being basically predatorial behavior, that now puts the ball in Deshaun Watson's court because the the report along with the commissioner they're not saying that he's innocent they're saying that he got six games and the league is saying those six games ain't enough we want him to be suspended indefinitely so if you Deshaun and you do have this massive contract you know at some point you're gonna play football whether after six games eight games ten games after this season at some point On his $1 million salary that was negotiated based on all of this taking place, he's going to play football. So I think, A, that's the character thing to do, but also it's the professional needed thing to do. But it's going to be fascinating as this story plays out because in particular when he plays on the road and when road fans encounter him, he struggled. It was a preseason game, but that's the energy that he's going to get from the fans. And it's gonna be uh, paramount for him and his teammates to stay locked in. So I understand why they played him in this preseason game from a football perspective, but, and I have no trouble with the words he used during the apology. The, The trouble that I have with the apology is, why is it coming in the middle of August? 
You know, like like the details of what he has done, and I've read everything, lead me to believe that he should be and deserves to be suspended for more time, and I think he will be eventually. But the idea that it's this this amount of time comes before he shows any remorse or regret for his behavior, to me, just makes it feel a little inauthentic to me. But as you said, he's trying to put this behind him. The Browns are trying to put all of this behind him by putting him out in the field, and eventually the NFL will extend the suspension beyond six games or not. And as you mentioned again, at some point, whether this season or next season, Deshaun Watson will be the quarterback for the Browns. But we're going to transition because who will be the quarterback for the 49ers? It's been Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo's on the team, but the team announced that they're going with Trey Lance. And Trey Lance looked pretty good against the Packers, Jalen. I've always been curious about why they don't start Garoppolo or keep Garoppolo as a backup. But do you see enough from Lance to sort of understand why they're moving on from Garoppolo? I do because he's a dual threat. And Kyle Shanahan is one of the best football minds in the game, especially innovating offense. And like his good friend Sean McVay, they both sat around and was like, if we upgrade a quarterback, our team is good enough to win the Super Bowl. Good parallel. The Rams did that with Matthew Stafford. Now they believe they're doing that in a different way via the draft with Trey Lance. And as a new player, because this is going to be his first year starting, is out there, it's like I almost mix nicknames. So it's like Lance make him dance, but that's not him. That's mm -hmm. my guy, the eighth grader. And then now people are saying, Trey area. But, that you know, he got to put in a lot more you work earn that. for that E-40 stamp. But E-40 is a diehard 49ers fan. We're going to get him on the show. We should go out there and kick it with him at, the, at a game. I'm excited for the 49ers and their fans because Jacoby, a dual threat. Everybody wants that, 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 uh, that, that traditional prospect that can throw from the pocket. But it's always something to be said as the players get bigger, stronger, and faster, and hit harder, that you have a dual threat. You can just make more happen. And so I'm excited to see Trey Lance get his opportunity to start. And you also get the feeling that we know how creative Kyle Shanahan can be, especially in the run game, that if you give him a dual threat quarterback, that he will draw up something that will focus on that ability and open up the offense more. I've always been curious. They were so close to winning the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. I've always been curious, like, why are they so stern in committing to Trey Lance? But I guess they've seen more Trey Lance than I have. They're at every single practice. And from the very little that I saw this weekend, Trey Lance looked pretty good. Now, we spent a lot of time talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, where he's going to go. We spent a lot of time talking to Sean Watson and everything's going around with him. And we also spent a lot of time this summer talking about Lamar Jackson. Why? Because he still doesn't have a deal. And the latest is this that he says, if I don't have a deal by week one, I'm shutting down negotiations and essentially saying I will be an unrestricted free agent after this season. Jalen, what do you think about this sort of like ultimatum or sort of, I'll say not ultimatum, but sort of like a, a, an end date to negotiation window that Watts, um, Lamar Jackson put out there? As somebody that's a seasoned industry vet and like you, the longer you are in this game, changes sometimes need to happen. And whether that's your manager or your agent or you changing teams or you're changing opportunities within the same framework of the job that you have. I'm gonna make sure that I'm one person that uses my voice 
to celebrate the fact that Lamar Jackson does not have an agent. A lot of times, and I want everybody to think about this, when you're in this, uh, this work, this field, the most important conversations a lot of times about your livelihood are happening when you're not on the phone. And what ends up happening is things get said and get filtered. So by the time it gets relayed to you, it's distilled. But when you represent yourself and you're Lamar Jackson and you've been an MVP, and it, you don't have to pay agency fees. You can keep that within the family. Now all of a sudden it's like a baseball arbitration, Jacoby. You actually get to hear what the Ravens truly feel when they see Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray and Aaron Rodgers get paid. And so if I'm him, I do exactly the same thing. You shut down negotiations when the season starts. You go out and have a terrific year. And then you do the Deion Sanders to the Detroit Lions around the draft. You ask them for so much money, they're going to have to put him on layaway. He should ask them for 300 guaranteed million after this season. I like this move for Lamar, and I love that he's representing himself along with his mom. Yeah, and I also like just from a, like a, a mental focus perspective. Like the second we're playing meaningful football and, and it counts in the wins and loss column, I'm not thinking about my job security or how much this person makes and how much that person makes. I'm thinking about winning football games. And just like we see Aaron Judge doing, he could greatly increase his value at the end of this season. If he goes out mm -hmm. there and balls and they go to the NFC, AFC championship game or the Super Bowl, then that $300 million, dollars, that $300 million, dollars, Taylor, that's not crazy. For, I know. For Lamar Jackson to I get know. $300 million guaranteed. If Deshaun Watson is getting two hundred and thirty, million, Watson never was the MVP. Deshaun Watson doesn't have the success in the win-loss column that Lamar Jackson does. So I could see him going out and like Aaron Judge is doing in, in uh, New York. Making that money just fall from the it. sky. No doubt. Another quarterback that we don't talk about too much because he's on the Pittsburgh Steelers, where expectations are not too high. There's a quarterback competition there, but Kenny Pickett, the rookie from Pitt, looked pretty good playing against the Seahawks. What do you think he will be the starter for the Steelers? I'll tell you something. I was fortunate enough to play in Cam Hayward's soft celebrity softball game. Mitchell Trubisky was also there. Kenny Pickett was also there. And let me tell you something. Really good baseball players. <laughs> Talented athletes. Talented I, I, athletes. Uh, 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 we're pumping a pause in all of this. What did you hit from the plate? I'm embarrassed by my oh, no. performance. I knew you didn't mention it. You haven't mentioned it to me off I, so I, 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 you brought it up. I was, I was 0 for 2. As much as I talk about it being Tony Glenn. Rod Carew? What happened? <laughs> As much oh, as I no. talk about being sweet Lou Whitaker. And, oh, for two. Yeah, I'm embarrassed by my performance. But strikeouts? Mike Tomlin. Strikeouts? Yeah, no strikeouts. No okay. strikeouts. Right. Line right. out. The ball. But, That's but fine. I, I, got a, I got an okay lineup, the second baseman. But let me tell you something. I had one of the weakest ground outs to a pitcher <laughs> of all time. And, and those <laughs> do not make you feel good. Those, don't even run. Yeah, don't, don't even run. You stand in the batter's box. Good. Like, go ahead, go ahead. I don't even want, I don't even want to get the first base. But like Mike Tomlin, those guys, you saw what he said after the game. Like, each of those quarterbacks played well. And he said mm -hmm. they were on schedule. They continued to move the team. They didn't make mistakes. And so for Pittsburgh, it's always going to be about physicality 
and defense and getting stops and getting it from the mud and running the ball and playing outside and being able to play in conditions type of thing. Not necessarily, and Ben Roethlisberger, great Hall of Fame quarterback, Terry Bradshaw, great legendary Hall of Fame quarterback, but the identity of the Steelers usually is through their coaches. They've only had like three coaches because of the Rooney family's trust in like 60 years. So that means they have an identity. They're gonna play defense, be physical, they're gonna run the ball. And Mike Tomlin's gonna embody that. So they don't have to necessarily write a blank check right now to either one of these guys to play quarterback. But just like we've seen other teams do, say like Tampa Bay, you try to build it, and then all of a sudden, what happens with Lamar's deal? What happens with, and, and, and so you, you stay in the mix. But it was encouraging, I'm pretty sure, for their team to see all three of those guys, in particular Kenny Pickett, play well in the first game. It is time for News That Matters. We love Rick Ross on Jalen. He's one of our favorite people on the whole planet, and he did something great. He had a back-to-school event in Miami, and everyone was getting free haircuts. But Rick Ross had the Clippers. Jalen, you've had more haircuts than anyone on the planet. What do you think about his technique? So first, let me take the serious part of this. You know how much I love Rick Ross, and I'm going to get with you soon, Rose, at the Palace to break bread. And I love that he's an entrepreneur. I love that he looks to continue to give back to the community and not just with the check, but also with his time, his energy, his love, his bars. Like I've always appreciated what he brought to the game and I love some Rose. So now let's talk about the other side. And I know y'all see me today. It's a bad hair day. I don't have a cut, but I'm gonna get it right after this show. But let me tell you something. Hey, Rose. You're being a little too physical with the See, young man's head. That's what I'm head. saying. You know man what I'm saying? This kid. Yeah, that's that ain't. <laughs> I, 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 he probably was like, "Hey, who want to get who want to get a one clip or who want to cut a ball?" You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's not styling him at all. That is not a style. <laughs> I was watching. You know what I'm saying? I was like, he got his left hand all in his eyes. Yeah, he got his left hand all in his eyes. You can, you can only grab. You can only grab someone like this if they're your kid. You know what I mean? Like if I'm that kid's dad, I'm like, Rick, do I got? Do I step to Rick Ross right now? <laughs> I love this so much. And and by the way, Jacoby. I'm so very fortunate a week from today that we're going to be doing this program from the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy golf outing. And when we show Rick Ross and when we do the show from JRLA, it's also hopefully an enlightenment and encouragement for other people to do the same thing, to take the time, take the energy to give back to the community. Like when I see the players playing in pro-ams in the summer in front of different audiences and Rose giving back to the community and things of that nature. It's really imperative. So all love. Congratulations, Rick Ross. Best of luck, schools, kids, as the year starts back up. Jalen, you love the fact that Giannis is committed to Milwaukee. He's doubled down there. He, he won a championship there. However, he said something about the Chicago Bulls that really raised my eyebrows. <laughs> You'll hear what that is right after this. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming to you live above the Heineken River Deck here at Pier 17 in New York City. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby, Jalen Rose. As I mentioned before, there's a little bit of chill in the air in the city. And we're not just getting ready for the NFL season to start, but also the NBA season will be in training camp shortly. And you always know it's getting close when you start hearing about Christmas Day games. Rumored to be matched up, this budding rivalry between the Grizzlies and... The Warriors, John Morant, Draymond Green going back and forth on Twitter. Jalen, do we have just the very beginning, the start of a little bit of a rivalry here in the Western Conference? I hope so. And the Memphis Grizzlies ascension in the Western Conference over the last couple of seasons is phenomenal. And obviously, they played so very well without John Morant this year as the rest of the roster grew out and Desmond Bain and so many other players grew up. But he's gonna be the driving force to take them obviously to a championship level. And I think he has what it takes. I think they're building what it takes. And so it's only right that they get to face the Golden State Warriors who on paper, you could look back at that series and feel like if John Morant was healthy, they probably would have won. The beauty of sports, we'll never know. There's always injuries each season. And so it's going to be great to see those guys match up. But I tell you what, somebody got to worry about Steph Curry. And (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Let's make sure I mention his name, the reigning finals MVP. Okay. But I also want to see this happen by Christmas. Each NBA team needs to hang a banner with the number six and Bill Russell in their arena. I really need for the NBA to do that. It was great to see Draymond Green play well in the closeout game, the ascension of Jordan Poole, watching their young players grow, Kaminga and Wiseman and Moody this year is gonna be great to watch. And so I like the fact that this is a marquee matchup on Christmas, but I gotta ask you a question. We do this show out of New York, and as you know, I write a column for the New York Post every Thursday. And we always talk about, regardless of who the Nets have on their team, that the Knicks are front page and they're back page. Mm-hmm. Which one of those teams are playing on Christmas Day? Rumored to be the Knicks 76ers, probably be one of the earlier games. I didn't see the Nets on the schedule because no one knows who's going to be on the Nets on Christmas. However, Jalen, I want to move on to something. Because sometimes when you see headlines, I don't believe them. I'm like, oh, this is fake. Someone just made this up on Twitter. And then I watched these words come out of Giannis Antetokounmpo's mouth. I think uh, anybody who asks that question uh, that plays basketball, if he said no, he would be he'd be a liar. You know, uh, it's a team that uh, won uh, multiple championships. It's a team that one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player, to ever play this game played for. So 
it's 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 a no-brainer. Everybody would love to play for Chicago. Down the line, you you never know. You know, you never know how life brings it. Maybe maybe I play for Chicago, but uh, right now I'm committed to Milwaukee. Maybe I play for Chicago, but right now I'm committed to Milwaukee because you could say the same thing about the Lakers. You could say the same thing about the Celtics. Like Jalen. What's up with your guy? You and know what I'm dancing? Wavering commitment to Milwaukee. You know what I was singing in my head though? Do the right thing. Do the right thing. You remember that song? Here's the here's what I want to stress about Giannis. He always does the right thing and he's a terrific ambassador for the game. And you talked about all of the steps of reinvesting in Milwaukee, Coach Bud, trusting Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton playing through injury in the finals, the historic block, the historic lob that he caught, the, the all-time great numbers that he put up winning the championship and delivering with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and the big old sitting front row watching. So let me tell you something. As his career continues to progress, he wouldn't have to move from his house to go play for the Bulls. Mm-mm. That's an hour drive maximum. And this would, to me, be a graduation for a great player, an all-time great player, but doesn't necessarily get celebrated and endorsed the way he should. And so that's the first point I want to make. And the second point I want to make is he don't care who's there. You see what I'm saying? He ain't like, oh, wait a minute. They just won the East. And so now all of a sudden, I want to go play there. Like, they're a team in transition. They made some good moves. DeMar was killing it this year. Hopefully they get healthy. I like uh, what Billy Donovan has done with that situation. But I ain't mad at Giannis. Stay tuned, Milwaukee. He's just keeping you on the clock to keep upgrading that roster. That's all. I love Just it. keeping him on the it. clock. I love it so much because, like I said earlier, you could say the same thing that Giannis said about the Lakers, and you could say the same thing about the Celtics and some other franchises around the league. And just when he says, right now I'm with Milwaukee, just makes me think that just maybe, just maybe, we'll see Giannis in a different uniform one day. We will be back after this very short break. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. The WNBA playoffs are here this Wednesday, starting at 8 p.m. Make sure you tune in. Jalen, every day we have a show, we recognize a tragic happening. Brittany Grind has been wrongfully detained for 179 days. So we here at Jalen and Jacoby just wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. Jalen. The Bills have a secret weapon, Matt Ariza, the punt god. Take me through what you see on this punt. <laughs> oh, you say the punt god, that's hilarious. Shout out to the fly god in Griselda. I saw Conway the Machine had a great concert and show over the weekend, and we were invited, Jacoby. We'll be up there to Bills Mafia soon and check out your punter, because you're die easy. That's your squad in person. Appreciate we'll the tomorrow. Love. ESPN 2, 4 o'clock. See y'all tomorrow. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, 
with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We always say we get the people that they want. Part of that is podcast-exclusive content for a podcast audience. Jalen, you mentioned that you played in a celebrity softball game, but you didn't really mention what happened from the plate. So I asked the follow-up question, and you know what I was thinking? If it's a celebrity softball game, Jalen Rose is at the plate. Someone got a phone pointed at it. Someone's got a phone pointed at it. Now, I was thinking about this during the show. Should I pursue this? Because, like, we don't put my air balls from my rec league on the show. You know what I mean? So should, should I pursue getting the footage of the dribbler to the pitcher in a softball game? It wasn't even fast pitch. I'm sure it was slow pitch softball, too. I believe you should pursue it. Okay. Um, as a public figure, when I what happens outside of my house is there for public consumption. If I tweet it, it's for public consumption. Mm. Now, if it happens in my house and it's an email or a text, then that's private. But everything else is public knowledge, fam. I'm, I'm so embarrassed that I forgot to send y'all, I think I forgot, to send y'all that I even played in the game because it wasn't nothing for y'all to, sh- wasn't for me, it wasn't footage that I even wanted to see again. I understand. That's the part. So I was so doing this. I was doing this, this this decision making in my head. I'm like, why would I spend time and energy seeking out embarrassing footage of Jalen Rose that he's I not think, proud of? I you know what I mean? That's why I, I think, wanted to bring it up. Hey, dog. Let me tell you something. Since that day, I've been on my grind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, just so everybody know, like, you know is that why the baseball bat came back last last no week? No doubt. I've you been, been working, on my grind. You been working on it? I've been going to the gym. Getting my steams in, been eating better, drinking my water, cucumber and lemons in line. That was embarrassing. Like, oh, dog, wow. I dribbled it to the pitcher. That's that's wild. Like, it, 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 I can't even talk about the kind of hitter I am no more until I prove it to myself. You know what I'm saying? I was, yeah. I would talk about I'm Lou Whitaker and I'm, you know, Tony Gwynn and all of these guys, Ken Griffey. Not hit. And then the second one, I lined out the second, hit it right to him. That's fine, though. A line out, you know what I mean? It's just you're a millimeter away from that with that working out. You but know that's what I mean? not my game. That is not my game. My game ain't hit it to second. My game is slap hitter, hit it between third in second, that's my game. Hit it where Opposite they're not. Field? That's Opposite my field? game. What, did they have a shift on for the shift on for Jalen Rose? But it, that's fine. Like I'm a dope hitter. Except that day, <laughs> Are you? Like, I don't mind the shift. Like I normally hit it where they're not. That's why I'm embarrassed. Shout out to Cam Hayward. Appreciate the invite. Kenny Pickett could be a professional baseball player. So can Mitchell Trubisky. The way they moved, the way they gloved, the way they hit, the way they hit with power. I'm like, y'all had to play baseball in high school. Where'd they, where'd they put you? Where'd they put you in the field? Pitcher. Oh, oh. Pitching? So you can get some footage of that. Yeah, I pitched. Oh, okay. Well, there's yeah, definitely some footage of that. Yeah, I pitched. And, you know, and, and, like, I'm a good teammate, so I got out there early. I was pitching everybody. And, by the way, 
I know how to pitch to win and pitch for a celebrity game. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like you just grooving it in there, like like the home run derby. Correct. Pitchers. Like I, I was yeah. literally like giving them giving like people lollipops. What they want. Yeah, yeah you don't want them... the people don't want to see walks. You know what yeah. I mean? Like no one, no one wants Correct. to get up to there like one or two at bats in a celebrity yeah. game, with a little bit of a crowd, and then just walk to first base. Correct. I was pitching beach volleyballs, like literally. Good for you. And but it was a fun time. But yeah, pull up the footage, man. Your boy. Like I'm immediate, I immediately was like, JRLA need to do a celebrity softball game next year, and I'm gonna be much better between now and then. I'm gonna be in the Hall well, of Fame by then. Well, glad that you went and supported them. I'm so excited this weekend to support the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy golf outing. Thank you, brother. You know what? I keep saying this. I need to call the spot, the MGM, right after the show today. I need to book a treatment because there's nothing worse than yeah, them having do. limited availability when you call like the day before. Wow, I mean, I'm gonna wow, wow, get it done. I'm gonna get it done. And then there's the, the we, we're, we're gonna be at the Top Golf in the in MGM for the for the uh, the gala, right? Get, yes, and, and also we're gonna be at Top Golf on Sunday. Go to JRLA Detroit. For more information, thank you to Platinum Equity and Detroit Pistons for being our consistent sponsor and, 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 and a terrific partner. Companies like Jeep that's been with us since day one, it's paramount that we have that support. We're tuition free, we're public charter, we're open enrollment. We get zero state funding for our facility. Zero state funding for our facility. And we get zero funds to help our scholars in secondary education. See, the money that we get are for our 9 through 12 students, Jacoby. It's not mm -hmm. for our 13 to 16 students. So that college success room and that staff that you saw and those students that you saw, those resources do not come from that budget. They come from being written and raised by our sponsors and donors. So I appreciate the support. And it's my goal, as you know, to get out here and raise 10 to 12 million to get a state-of-the-art gym for our scholars. Well, we'll be out there. I'm, I'm, I'm having a warm-up round on Wednesday. You know what I mean? I take this seriously. So on Wednesday, I'm going to go out, play around, just get ready and warm up. You know what I mean? So I can, so I can support my team. But there's something I need to talk to you. Because I was talking to the great producers of this program. And then we're going to do the show live from the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy golf outing. But you That's know I dope. don't like doing that because I have to leave my team, leave my round. I miss like three or four holes. Jacoby so we really gotta, hates leaving we, his team. We might have to, like, we might have to, <laughs> I'm not Ben Simmons, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, if I'm available, I'm going to play. We're going to have to shift the, the shoot schedule. Surgery. We're going to have to shoot the shoot, shift the shoot <laughs> schedule or something, man. We, we got do, to. Yeah, we will. We'll try to, whatever to accommodate you, buddy. I need to ride for my team. You know what I mean? Because I'm and, not like you. You just drive around, take pictures with people. You know, you don't, and maybe take a couple swings just for the cameras. But like, you ain't out here grinding with the team. You know? You you in the mud. You in the trenches. But yep. here's something that you said that I tried to do. Just think about what you just said. You said you're gonna play a warm up round. See, mm -hmm. I tried to do that that week. I tried to go to the batting cage twice, but it didn't work out. I tried to go <laughs> once in Atlanta, and I tried to go once in Michigan. I was traveling crazy that week. I, and that Friday, I literally was like, I'm going to try to move everything to go. And then I ended up having to do an a, a interview with the New York Post. So, like, 
I wanted to do exactly what you just said and I didn't. And, I, and now to hear you say that, it really makes me kick myself in the butt. Gotta get a warm up round. Gotta get it in. I'm so excited about this weekend. Got a basketball tournament Saturday morning on the beach. Going right to JFK from the beach. Love that. Love Fly to that. Detroit. That's beautiful. You know? That's beautiful. Game on the beach. That's beautiful. I, I'll let you know when I land. You know what? Yeah. I'll let you know I'll when I get there. I'll be there, buddy. I'll I'm going to be standing at the there. front desk. I'm going you, in the side door. I told up, you, buddy. if you're at the front desk, I'm going to go in the side door. I'm going to be standing right there, buddy. Great. Can't wait for that. Now, Jalen, a couple things. J.J. Watt, we wanted to get this in the show, right? But J.J. Watt told the story of something that happened in his home. But it was a 90-second internet video story. Right, so I, I once once I click on a video and I see ninety seconds, I'm like, no, this is too long. This is 2022. <laughs> but essentially, what happened is there's a rattlesnake encounter in his home. Now you've got various homes in various areas of the country. What do you do? You walk into a, let's just call it your living room. I think it was in his bathroom or whatever. You walk into your living room and you hear the rattle and there's a coiled up rattlesnake looking at you right in the eye, flicking its tongue at you. What is what do you do next? So, um, not to disclose any locations, but it when you live in different parts of the country, uh, it, it's crazy like the the different things that like might be in your yard. So Nuisances, like there's yeah. times that I've lived in California versus living in Florida or living in Michigan, like just crazy like the different wildlife. No, my, I was just visiting a friend in Connecticut. He's got little kids. He got like a two-year-old, a five-year-old, and like a ten-year-old. He's like, I see black bears just walking through my backyard like all the time. Just bears, like in the in walking through the yard. See, to me, that reminds me of like Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> that that's cultural, because no black people gonna want to be living when they know bears gonna be walking through their yard. And they got kids, especially. I promise you that. Can we make that our poll question? Can we it's clip like, this? It's like, it's like <laughs> guns, gangs. Uh, oh, Brandy fine. says she has no choice. Fine, fine. <laughs> they take it over. That's where I, I draw the line. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I'm scared. I don't want anything in my house or in my yard that I'm scared of. That's the line. You're not if, scared of a rattlesnake? Yes. I'm scared of a rattlesnake. Yes. Did you know? I'm pretty sure there's public knowledge. A lot, a lot of people may not know. At one time when he played for Houston, Dwight Howard had like 10 snakes living with him. More than 10. It was like 50. I'll look it up. But what would you do in the rattlesnake encounter? You see the snake. What happens next? Well, well we're at, um, I'm not going to confront him. <laughs> not going to be able to do it. I'm not yeah, a threat, 50 homie. snakes. Dwight, Dwight, Dwight Howard had 50 snakes in his yeah, home. Yeah, I knew I remember somewhere too like that. Too many damn snakes. You're too rich. Yeah. <laughs> you can't um, keep track of all of them. You can't feed all of them. Correct. You, you yeah. can't count them. If I can't yeah. count them, how do I know one's not loose? Hey, man, I got, I got, I got so many jokes that if we were doing stand-up, I could have inserted right there. Please don't. Uh, and, but the rim shot wasn't ready, so I didn't drop it. Um, okay. What do you do with the snake? I'm not calling call the authorities. It. I'm calling. I'm, call, I'm calling. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to call like some pest control. An animal control. The yeah, exterminators. I'm calling, yeah, I'm calling, because I don't want to sleep there. So what happens? So this is the part I don't like. Let's say you. Let's say you. You're like I don't want to deal with this. I'm gonna get the authorities involved. You call up. They come over 40 minutes later. 
They can't find the snake. I'm moving. <laughs> like that would be my concern. Like, I'm keeping an eye on it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because if they can't find the it. snake, and they're like, yeah. I don't know, we looked everywhere, we can't find it. I'm like, I can't live in this home. Like I, I can't sleep. I can't sleep in this can't home. There, I promise you there was a snake there 30 minutes ago, can't and now sleep. there's no snake. That's why I'm keeping an eye on the snake so I know the snake's location at all times for when the people get there. And one of my favorite scenes in a movie of all time was the Godfather and the horse head in the bed scene. Mm. And that right there, when I was a shorty, made me know that I ain't trying to have nothing in the bed when I'm asleep. That scene right there. Cause the way he holler, we rewound that like 50, 75 times and laughed. He really hollered. I was at my that horse friend's head house. My friend Shaka and his girlfriend had Shout a ferret. Shaka. His girlfriend had a ferret and I was sleeping in the guest room. Something was moving in the bed. I was like, what? I was like, is that, I was like, it's, what is this, a dog? Is someone in here? Pull off the covers, ferret in the bed with me. Uh, and it's like three in the morning, you know what I mean? And Shaka and his girl are asleep. There's a ferret in the room trying to snuggle up on me. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, what do I do for the next five hours? You know what I mean? Like, do I have to wake them up for ferret control purposes? Do I try to handle the ferret myself? And it, like, I don't even know where to put the ferret if I grab the ferret. What do you think I did? So in school they teach you there's no such thing as a dumb question. And a lot of times in life, you could be amongst a group of people and somebody could say something and you don't know what it means, but either you laugh or you nod or you act like you know what it means when you don't. Mm -hmm. I ain't that friend. What is a yep. ferret? <laughs> you don't know what a ferret is? A ferret? You gotta Google it right now. Just a, a ferret is kind of like a weasel. It's like a long, cute rodent that's furry. So it's not like a rat. But it's kind of like, but it's not like a like a like a hamster. It's cute, but it looks like kind of like a a, a, a otter kind of, but like on it, but it's small. It's yeah, it, it, yeah. It produces says land otter. Yeah, it looks like a like a like a like a a cat mixed with a rat, but like cute. And you just got texted a picture of one. So. Uh. I would have been scream. I would have been screaming like I had a horse head in the bot in, in the bed. What I was do you just. Mean? I, I was. I, I like, was like. Ah! I was like. I don't want to wake up my friend at three in the morning. Man, but I was like, please. this ain't my problem. I didn't put the ferret Duh, in the house. That was in your you know what bed? I mean? Yes. Duh. I'm waking up the <laughs> whole the Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, it's not my fault. Like, I'm not gonna be courteous at this point. You're the one who has a ferret in your home on the loose, trying to get in bed with your guest. You know what I mean? I was like, this ain't, I was like. Man, I, I'm looking at a picture of this fair. Let me tell you something. I'd have woke up the whole neighborhood, dog, if this thing was in my bed. Is you crazy? I'm scared of all of these wildlife. I grew up, because here's the. I, I just think, I don't know why I just thought of this. I'm, I'm calling him RJ Ferret for the rest of his career. <laughs> like, like, what? like, dog, you, are you kidding me? So there's the wanted pets. And the wanted pets, dogs tolerate cats. Mm -hmm. Deal with fish, may have birds. 
everything else was involuntary. Like the rats and the mice and the roaches, they were involuntary. The, 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 the mosquitoes, the flies, you know, they're involuntary. Like rodents like this, I'm scared of. Yeah, they're scared sneaky of. too. Sneaky. Scared of these. Scared of sneaky these. little ferret. But I was like, I was like, oh, let me see if I can handle this. I'll get the ferret out, and then I'll close the door. Nah. I was like, no, nah, that just means I'm not sleeping for another six hours. I was like, y'all nah. gotta get up. You guys, you guys are the ferret door. control. You're in the ferret control department. I'm not in the ferret control department. This thing needs a cage. I don't know, a leash. I don't know what you tie it up. Whatever you gotta do. I don't want that ferret coming back in the room. Not gonna be able to do it. Jalen, this morning. We, we were gone this weekend in Connecticut, like I mentioned. So we didn't have the pantry stocked with cereal this morning when the twins woke up. Mm. Margo, not having it. So I said, mm. all right, I'll put some slides on my pajamas and go to the bodega <laughs> and get you some cinnamon toast crunch. I had, so um, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired, you know what I mean? I got my PJs on, I get the cinnamon toast crunch. Get back. Martin, Chloe's upset because it's not French Toast Crunch. But long story short, they came out with Cinefuego Toast Crunch. Spicy Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Your thoughts? I'm not mad at it. Um, I think everything has a version and they try to get different flavors of it. But here's why I don't personally like it and wouldn't personally eat it. That don't sound like it goes with milk. Yeah, like I'm, and also like I've never been like I want some hot sauce on my cereal. Yeah. I put hot sauce on everything, yeah. everything. But I've never been like I'm gonna milk. put a hot sauce on cereal. That this is not how milk. I'm running. Yeah, I don't want I don't want anything like spicy with my milk. Because Good point. one of the things I loved about cereal is drinking the residue at the end, at the bottom of the bowl. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the cinnamon toast crunch residue is the best yeah, in the business. Exactly. All sugar, give it to me. The Yankees have lost 9 of 11. They were on tear earlier. Lost 9 of 11. Aaron Judge still smashing dingers. But this is like a real problem. The Mets are rounding into shape. I'm a Met fan now. But how concerned? You've played on a lot of teams. Been through a lot of regular seasons. Been in a bunch of slumps. Uh Uh-huh. Is the media and like the Yankees themselves are like, I think it was Aaron Judge. Someone was like, this is kind of what happens. You know what I mean? Like you just go through these periods, no big deal, no panic, no nothing. What's the level of concern if you are the Yankees that you're losing nine of 11? There's always a level of concern. And you said the key word it's the Yankees. And people like you watch the Mets and see Jacob DeGrom out there mowing them down. Six innings, 10 strikeouts last outing. 12 strikeouts, the one before that. Mowing them down. Can't hit them, just cannot hit them. On a pitch count, on a pitch count, mowing them down. Can't hit them. Fans coming out to see them, you know, putting up numbers like, like Doc Gooden out there. So to me, on paper, it's like Aaron Judge is chasing the home run record and he deserves his blank check. But it's never good when the Yankees aren't the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and as somebody that's old enough to remember when Billy Martin was the manager, hired and fired and Bill, hired and Bill, fired. Billy Martin 
taking his cleats and, and yes. splashing dirt on the umpire's shoes. Correct. It's just one of the one of the best things about baseball. No other sport can you just try to disrespect the ref's attire the way that Billy Martin would on a baseball diamond. Agree, agree, and uh, it, it's just disappointing. On paper, when they put together Carlos Stanton and Aaron Judge. We thought that that was about to at least be one World Series. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge. I mean, when they, I'm looking at that three-four spot, I'm like, well, every three innings you're gonna get a home run. Like, and every you're like you're almost guaranteed a home run every two or three innings with those two. Now, as I say that, I have to acknowledge the Houston Astros did go a little far with their extracurricular cheating. <laughs> They did. Well, they got a great team this year, too. But, you know, it happens in baseball. Um, people try to go for a competitive advantage. But to me, that's the bigger story, that the Mets seem like the exciting, feel-good story in the mm-hmm. town and not the Yankees. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel, too. We always say we get the people what they want. Part of that is podcast exclusive content. Part of that is just hearing from you, the people. Call 985-80-Jalen. You can leave us a voicemail. And if you leave just a voicemail, like we'll put, that. We'll put it on like the show. That. Just like that. Hey, Jalen, Jacoby. This is your boy, Eve. Calling out the A10. And I just lost my mother. And I just want to ask the brother, Jalen, how you deal with that, bro? Because y'all my inspiration. I listen to you boys every day, man. I just wanted to tell me, man, Big Brother Jalen, how you deal with that, man. Please let your boy Eze out the 810 know. Thanks. I love you, my brother. Eze out of the 810. Eve. Eve. I love you, Eve. Shout to the 810. Um, the pain, I'll be lying to tell you that the pain of losing a parent, um, is going to end. It's not going to end, but what's going to happen is it's going to go from, hopefully from, and you want to grow to, and I've taken therapy for including yesterday, 7 a.m. on the West Coast, therapy appointment, two and a half hours. Um, The one thing that you hope to now do is to celebrate her legacy and be a living embodiment to everything that she taught you and make her proud. That's what you do, you go harder. You make her proud. You, 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 you pray to her. You think about her. You um, pay tribute to her in all of the ways that you can in your life. And it's 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 tough, also because I. It's a year and a half basically since I lost my mom, and. I try to grow to a point where when I'm talking to people, 
that I'm not always mentioning it. That, that, that's something that you're going to, because, because subliminally you're thinking about her. She's in your heart. That's your, that's your mom. That's, that's, you know, the person that carried you nine months and, and brought you on this earth and you love her and you miss her dearly. So she's in your heart and she's in your head all of the time. But then life happens. You know, you're at work, you're at school, you're interacting with your friends, you're interacting with, you know, strangers. And I found myself saying that I just lost my mom basically in every conversation that I had. And so one of the growth areas that I've now tried to enter is to not always say that. For example, we just had a topic on the show with Royce O'Neal the other day, and he was playing one-on-one -on -one with his mom. And it was five different times I was gonna mention something about me or my mother during that sec. Five different times, literally it popped in my head. Like, oh, wow, I miss my mom. It's great to see him spending time with his mom. It's great to see them bonding over the game of basketball. Oh wait, my mother's the one that got me into the game of basketball. It's great to see them laugh about playing the game that he loves and has changed his life forever and their family dynamic. That's what I see when I wear the picture of my mother and myself at the draft. That, 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 that picture is worth a zillion words because I understand the sacrifices that she endured in order for me to be in that position. And so I'll just tell you, my brother, I love you. We love you. Um, stay encouraged. And also stay active. A lot of times when we have um, pain or disappointment, um, it's easy to, like, want to sit still, like want to stay in your room, not want to... You have to now do the opposite. You have to now allow her spirit to be your energy source. And what you now do is make sure you work it. Make sure you go into the gym. What do you like to do for fun? Do you like to bowl? Do you like to play golf? Do you like to play basketball? Like, you have to now do activities. Do you like to play games? Do you like to play cards? Like, whatever you like to do, that has to now be a part of your routine more because that's a celebration of her because um, you're doing things that you enjoy, but it also gives you a, a level of activity that it doesn't allow you to sit there and constantly um, put yourself in the funk knowing that you lost your mom that you love so much. Really well put, Jalen Rose, as always. Love doing the show with you, appreciate Thank your perspective. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I love you, my brother. Stay encouraged. We'll be back tomorrow. Why is that, Jalen Rose? I love doing this show so much. And I love our fans and supporters. It, I'll just say, like Tupac said, it ain't easy doing what we do nationally Monday through Friday, how we do it. There's a reason why we look different, we sound different. It's because we are different. And voicemails like that, that we can use on our show, it's just, it just incredible. So thank you to the fans and to the supporters and everybody work on the show. We're not done. 
We're not done. We are not done. Got to give the people.